Welcome to Blackbird, a podcast about finding yourself and happiness again. We're here to shed light on loss at a young age and to help others feel less alone. I'm Katie Flame. And I'm Erin Hansen. Welcome to episode 18. Finally. <laughs> we're, we're legal. We finally got here. I know. I oh. felt like it, it's been a couple weeks since we've been able to record. And so it feels like, oh my God, we're recording. How do we do this thing? Yes. Thank we're God. on episode 18. Yay. Woohoo. We can vote and smoke. <laughs> and get a scratch off. <laughs> yep. Going to the slots. <laughs> did you do that when you got, uh, when you turned 18? Did you like? I don't remember what I did. I'm pretty sure that we went to the gas station and got some scratch offs because none of probably. us smoked. <laughs> oh yeah. Me neither. Gross. No, but I probably, I probably um got scratch offs or something. I don't remember. That's a blur. Because, like, what else can you do? I was probably out drinking underage, (laughs) illegally. (laughs) I didn't have time for stupid. I didn't have time for scratch offs. (laughs) I was out partying. Well, I turned 18 in college, my freshman year in college. So I was like, because I have, you know, later birthday. So I was already, oh, yeah, you're the same with me. But, yep, that's probably what I was doing. <laughs> TBH. Mm, don't tell her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, oh. I was actually at church. I was at church on my 18th birthday. <laughs> With your chastity belt. <laughs> <laughs> With my chastity belt and my flavored water. That's how I had fun on a Saturday night. That, I'm, I'm pretty sure um, that's what you were gifted for your 18th birthday. A brand new chastity belt and some flavored water. <laughs> I don't even know where the flavored water came. In. I just said because sounds it? more sounds more fun than regular water, which I'm drinking regular water right now. But flavored water is more fun because you are twice eighteen. Right now, almost, almost. <laughs> this year. Okay, no, I'm not. I literally just counted in my head and I'm like, that would be, well, actually I am close to it. Oh my God. I'm so <laughs> dumb. I was thinking like 48. I'm like, what? Oh. Dude, that's freaky to think about. It's okay. You have a I'm long a mature time. woman. <laughs> I'm a mature woman who's lived a lot of life in these, in these 35 years. There, I said it. I'm 35. <laughs> and damn proud of it. Good. You earned all of those wrinkles. <laughs> Excuse me. I take collagen, so I've got nothing. I know. I've got a baby's behind on my face. Ooh. <laughs> Smooth as a baby's bottom. It is. I don't I know. can see it glowing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, it's funny oh. when we Skype together, though, and I'm, like, looking at the little box, and I, I'm like, oh, God. Yep, that's what I look like. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> the sun's shining just right, too. I know. It's like my little halo. Oh, my gosh. It's been forever, though, since we've, since we've chit-chatted. It has. it has. You have some, like, kind of exciting news. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I feel like, oh, I feel like all I that's think. been happening. Well, I feel like all that's been happening in my life is, like, just, you know, stre- one stressful thing after another. But I do have actually exciting news. I'm, me and Newman are moving in together. Woo! I know. 
It's You're going to live with a boy. I know. That's I exciting. Know. It Yay. is very exciting. It's but, exciting. like, with that comes, like, a lot of different things. And so it's just – it's been a lot. And then, you know, as always, everybody knows that I'm in grad school and I hate my life. <laughs> Work. Stress. Overworked. <laughs> Overworked, right? I know, like, every week everybody's like, all right, seriously, we're tired of hearing that you're stressed and overworked. I'm like, but it's true. I just want to sleep. Like, it's funny, like, when you hear people and they're like, I just want to go away somewhere and just sleep. And you're like, okay, that's lame. No, that's not. That's what I want. I just... (laughs) I told I told Newman the other day, I was like, I'm not kidding. I would be down for a weekend away where we literally just slept in separate beds. <laughs> just kidding. Really? I'm kidding about the separate beds part, but sleeping. Hashtag this right is up my 30. Alley. Hashtag this is 35. <laughs> this, is, this is grad school life. Yeah. I just feel like you're never going to get out of it. It's rough, and I am so happy to be done for now. Who knows? I think I, I was, was just gonna say, thinking, are you ever gonna go back again? Well, I was thinking this week um, because I I uh, speak for a doctorate program right now for work, um, and I was like, hey, that could possibly be a thing, but I don't know that I I would have to find something that was so perfect. Yeah, and I just don't know that that exists. So. Yeah, because to go for that, you know, that level of a de- of education of a degree, like you would definitely want to make it something that's going to actually benefit you instead yeah. of something that's just like I would need like a doctor, a doctor of social work communications creative writing program. Hmm. Does that exist? If anybody knows if that make exists, it up, <laughs> you can come to my school. You can pay me. <laughs> I will teach you. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's been it's been fun. Lots of good changes, but but lots of changes and yeah. lots of lots of stress, but good stress, but still stress. Yeah. And I um you know, I know that we want to thank like all of you guys for hanging in there with us and understanding when we you know, when we can't release an episode and um we've been we have also been a little bit quiet on social media, so yeah. we need to like pep that up a little bit also. And so I think we were going to talk about this later, but um, one thing that we do want to mention is that we are going to take this season one to episode 20. Um, so that's a couple more episodes. And then we're going to, we're going to break for a bit. Um, we do have some plans to do some things outside of the podcast world in that time. Um, and so that will, we'll definitely be sure to make that announcement. Um, but we're going to do this for a few more episodes and then we are going to break for moving and wedding planning and all of the finishing grad school. (laughs) Yes. That. Yay. Yay. And, And then we are hoping to be back in the fall, um, for, a new season with interviews like we've been wanting to do and kind of a a new fresh look. So yeah, you definitely sometimes need a break from things in order to, you know, get fresh ideas and a fresh voice and kind of like rejuvenate the topic and things. So I think that that's going to be good for us. I agree. And um, yeah, so 
stay tuned for all of that. We will have information on Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So definitely stay tuned for that. But yes, yeah, thank cool. you for being so awesome over the past six months now, which is I crazy. know. I love it. I was gonna say I was like, I, it's it's funny because it's like this. We've just been like a little baby bird podcast. It's like learning how to, you know, eat for itself and fly. And <laughs> our followers have just been so so good and positive and just um, kind of like, I don't know, understanding about yeah. this whole like learning process because it's definitely been a learning process. For sure. And also in the fall, we will be back hopefully in our backyard oasis and hopefully yeah. before the end of this season too is our plan because it is spring is starting to spring, 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 spring is sprunging. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, like because of, because of where we live, because, you know, being in Maryland, it's like we have, we, we honestly, we had like a 77, I think Thursday was like 77 degrees. It felt mm-hmm. great. It was so nice. Yesterday was nice and warm also. And then today's a little bit chillier. But honestly, tomorrow could be like 25 degrees. It's just yeah. like you don't – you never know. I think it will be down to like the mid-40s and then it will go back up to like 60. So yeah. fingers crossed it has gotten away from the 30s. That's my hope. But Yeah, me too. Anyways, it's all to say that we appreciate you guys and actually told a couple of my my younger girlfriends that I've mentioned that um, there's going to be a, a revamp and a reset and and they were like, no, you can't end it. And I'm like, it's, we're not ending it. It's okay. So, um, right. Don't yeah, you it, worry, ladies and gents. Yeah. It made, me, it made me happy to hear. So it's very flattering. And yes, it hey. is. Especially because, you know, like we do, I mean, we have so much going on and then you think like, okay, well, we're doing these episodes and like, does anybody, you know, is is it reaching anybody? Is it making a difference anymore? Um, And so it always feels good when somebody reaches out and, and, you know, shows you that it is, that it's worth it. So we appreciate that a lot. Yes. Thank Um, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I feel like the name of the game has been changed. Like there's been so many changes lately and there's, you know, they're good changes, but they're definitely changes. And um, I've actually was just talking to my daughter about this a lot recently is because she's, I think, been feeling the effects of the changes. Um, I know she's been feeling the effects of the changes. And so we've been talking about it a lot. And I said, you know, she said, but I'm happy, mama. I'm so happy. And, and there are good changes. So why does it feel, you know, why does it feel a little bit scary? And I said, buddy, anytime that there's a change, even if it's really good, it's scary because it's the unknown. And so, you know, that I've been dealing with that a lot here in my own, in my own family and and household. Um, But moving on with a new relationship and, and preparing to move. And, you know, I've been watching my daughter with a father figure in her life and someone who, you know, I, I just, I believe with all my heart has very good intentions and, um, nothing but love and dedication for her and I. And so knowing that, you know, he's going to be someone that's going to, to be permanently in her life. Um, and just a whole bunch of other things that go along with that. Like it's, it's, it's been a lot. And so I've had the horrible thought of, um, you know, I was listening to another podcast and it kind of, I guess it, it kind of, uh, put into words what I've been feeling lately, just that the memory of Pete was fading. Um, and it really scared me. 
you know, we talk about him all the time. I make sure that my daughter and I talk about him every day. Um, but it still feels like as I move on, you know, that I'm kind of leaving him behind. Um, and I, I look at things like just the frequency of going to the cemetery, you know, that's gotten a little bit farther apart. It's hard because my daughter doesn't necessarily really like going. I don't want to force her to go. Um, but I do like to go make sure that, you know, he has flowers and that everybody knows that he's well cared for and loved. But I look at that and that's the frequency of that has kind of gotten a little bit farther apart. But we, we just really wanted to talk today about that feeling. Um, it's that, you know, that happy sad that I've talked about and mentioned a lot of times before. And it's something that my family personally, because of, you know, the, all of the loss that we've had, we've have kind of, we kind of coined that term years and years ago about the happy sad. And, um, that it seems like with everything that comes along, there is, you know, the happy and the sad and that just because things are happy, it doesn't mean that the sad goes away. Um, so we, we really did want to talk about that today, kind of about that, that fading feel and how it is scary. Yeah, it's definitely scary. And I think it's something that happens obviously with a loss, like a a death for sure. Um, I know I had mentioned my cousin's best friend who lost her husband a few months ago. And I know it's something that she had reached out to my cousin. And then in the last couple of weeks, um, afraid of, you know, the things that were starting to fade in her memory and, um, and it's, it's real and it's tough and it's not just in a, in a death obviously, but in the loss of any type of significant, uh, you know, relationship that you've had. I know with Mm -hmm. my divorce, that was a tough thing. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in this episode, but, um, but not even in that, but in past significant relationships. And it's like, I, a lot of times wish that I had like a video recorder. I would say, I wish I had a video recorder in my eye or like in my brain that I could just like go back and rewind and relive those moments. We we were looking up quotes before the episode and there was one that was like, yep, exactly. It was like, just to feel that feeling again Mm -hmm. uh, and just kind of like remember exactly, you know, how it feels. Well, that there are just like some things that you just want to like live twice. Yeah. But you want to like, feel it twice. And like you, it was so, you know, it, it was so such a good memory that you just want to go back and relive it. Not that you want to change anything even. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty that I would want to go back and change, but like thinking about that, just like, like what you were saying with like past loves and mm-hmm. not necessarily like with a death, but just things that you, that felt so good that you want to, yeah, that you, you want to do them again. The Washington Capitals winning the Stanley Cup. Right, right. <laughs> the <laughs> best feeling the, of my life. <laughs> a night you'll never forget. But, you yeah. know, I, I was thinking about when you mentioned your um, your cousin's friend, um, I was thinking about how quickly that the memories do start to fade, especially in the beginning. And it seems like, oh, it's only been a couple months. Like, how can that happen? But initially going back to, you know, when Pete first died, I remember those the first feelings that or the first memories that 
that faded was um, like the touch, you know, mm-hmm. like feeling, feeling his kiss or remembering what it felt like to hold his hand mm-hmm. or that just like the feel of holding his hand, I should say. Um, and, you know, like just his arms around me. Um, but the feeling of his touch, I felt like kind of went first. Do you think that when you think back now, you have a good memory of like, can you, if you really think about it, do you think you can feel that? Like, do you think that it goes away so that you are basically in self-preservation mode at that point? Like shock. Like yeah, that just, shock. Yeah, I don't know. Or or is it can you conjure that back up? Um, I can feel his arms around me. Mm-hmm. I can feel that. I can't really remember the feel of his kiss. Um, the only thing I can remember about like holding his hand was that his hands were really big and calloused. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that, you know, that working, that working guy's hand. Um, so I can remember that, but I can't necessarily like feel it anymore, but I can feel like his hug around his his arms around me, like in a tight hug Mm -hmm. because he was so, he was so tall and big and, you know, I can feel that I can remember that feeling, but it was, I think the thing, the, the scariest part was see, you know, I had for his voice. And the sound of his laugh, like I had um, voicemails and we had some videos. I have more videos, but I, like I have to convert them. Like I desperately have to do that. Like My dad has a converter. I know. Go and we've, over. Talked about, <laughs> we've talked about that before and I need, I need to do it because we have videos of like when we were in Italy and things. Like when we were young, mm-hmm. like before we got married. But um, that, that was the scariest thing was feeling like I could not conjure up his voice in my head and, or the sound of his laugh. Mm -hmm. And so now I can hear his, I can hear his laugh in my, in my mind, but I have to really stop and, and think about it. Um, because his, like he had such a unique, he had like a little (laughs) giggle. (laughs) He, 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 He did. He did. I like a giggle. But um, here losing losing like the sound of his voice was terrifying to me, and I know that people that have lost somebody, and especially in like those initial, um, I guess like you know within the first year or so, probably you know earlier to like a few months to a year, um, this this that fear that oh my gosh they're just completely like yeah I know that they're physically gone but that everything about them is also physically going is terrifying mm-hmm. um, I think about my love of photography and just like though it was a thing before Pete passed away um, I I don't know if it's something that I love more now because I think about um like, you, you know, know just, the value of it. Yeah. And just like in with life in general, but that it's, you know, people always give me a hard time. Oh, Aaron's documenting this. She's taking pictures of this. But it's like when somebody wants to remember something, who do they come to? Because they know I'm going to have pictures of it or, you know, or video of it or something. And it's just I wish in some ways, like, you know, 
Snapchat and all of those things. Like Instagram was just starting to be a thing when he, right before he passed away. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I wish there was more of a video something then because I would love to see more videos of him. Me too. Um, but even just pictures, like I saw some yesterday I was looking through and I, and it just like, I don't know. It just makes, it fills you with warmth. It does. And you, you know, it's like cheesy to think about, but it's like, you never know the value of a memory until it's gone (laughs) or, you know, whatever. But it's like the pictures do make you feel like, you know, you, it, it takes you back because, and that kind of goes into what I was thinking about with, with stories. Um, Pictures can help you remember stories that you might not necessarily think about. Because they do kind of fade over time. And so you look at a picture or you hear, you know, you maybe hear like a little video clip or something and or see a video and you um, and it takes you back and and reminds you of a story that you loved or or maybe that he loved telling. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's. You know, the 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 physical touch, like I was saying, the physical touch, the voice, those are the first things that I feel like kind of start to go and then and then it's on to like the bigger things like the stories or memories and that is where those those pictures and the videos really do really do come into like just being so important because they'll help you remember them um and I was thinking about this as we were like kind of preparing for the episode about just like you know you have couple stories and stories that you guys tell tell together and and that you both shared and now I'm the only one that knows the story. Yeah. You know? and, and I'm the only one that um, I'm telling it without him. And it kind of loses something because that was our story together. Right. It's like your perspective now and not your perspective and his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I'm the keeper of the stories. And yeah. um, that is also a scary thought, too. And I don't know if other widows or widowers have felt that too but I have definitely felt the weight of that that because sometimes I feel like I'm missing things and I've um I try to hold on to them and I try to talk about them but obviously there's only so much you can do like you're not going to sit around all day and talk about these stories but it's kind of like the you know you lose it or use it or lose it (laughs) Mm -hmm. feeling and um and I just don't ever want those stories to die. Write and them I don't, down. Yeah. I don't you even should. know what I would write. Like right, right now, like like right now I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I think it's more of like uh, when something happens mm-hmm. and then I think about, oh my gosh, I remember this or I remember that. Yeah. You should but keep a little notebook with you on hand. Yeah. I, mean, I do think about that even with um, like even with in a breakup and, or a, you know, not just like a regular breakup, but like a long-term breakup where Mm -hmm. you have little stories and, um, you know, that it's kind of like a little, not like an, you know, like a little inside something. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's something that you two shared and that, you know, that you shared together. Right. And it's interesting to come back. I, I've at one point, you know, there was a a relationship and 
came back after a certain amount of time and like we're comparing notes years later about the different stories. And, and it's funny to, to think, Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that thing. And mm-hmm. so I can see that as far as you're comparing with yourself in times. Yeah. When you think about it, that he's never coming back. So, you know, I'm never going to be able to go back and, mm-hmm. and, and, retell or you know recount those stories or jot you know have my memory jogged or anything like that so it is it's scary and it's something that um I feel like like I said before and I've said this you know many times before that I do um make sure that my daughter and I talk about him every day and it, it might not be a big story every day but he's mentioned in some way every day even if it's just at the end of the night and we're saying our prayers, you know, we pray for him and talk, talk to him. Um, but those, I guess I always worry that just because, and this is what we were talking about too, before the, before we started recording that just because I'm happy and just because I'm now in this new relationship, um, doesn't mean that I don't still miss him like hell (laughs) and doesn't mean that I don't still wish he was here. And I worry that people are like, okay, she's fine on to someone new. That makes me worried. Like, because I don't, not that I want to hold on to the, not that I want to like, yeah, hold on to the pain and, and, you know, make myself like live in this world where I can never move on and, and always just like be in the, past of when he died but I I do worry that people are like okay yeah well she's fine but that's not true not that I'm not fine but you know what I mean yes like like I I I still feel his death so deeply and I still feel the pain of his loss really intensely yeah I know I know before we started recording I had mentioned to you as far as in one of the past episodes I was talking about how I've been wanting to there was like a thing in me that wanted to like honor the you of the past. So honor the Aaron of the past. So just because Aaron today is feeling good and, um, you know, and, and feeling free and successful and happy doesn't mean that I don't think back about the Aaron six years ago or 16 year old Aaron and the lessons that she learned in order to be happy today and, and making sure that that person doesn't die and making sure that that person is still, I don't know, is still uh, alive in the hopes and dreams and wants that she had because she's grown and she's learned, but it doesn't mean that, that that person still doesn't exist inside of me. And so same thing as far as with you, making sure, you know, yes, you're happy and you're, and I'm happy for you and you're living like just just a happy, great life. And it's very exciting to see, but it doesn't mean that, that Katie, you know, the, the core of Katie that has grown over the past seven years and more doesn't exist and doesn't come out. And mm-hmm. doesn't deserve to be honored. Well, and let, and let me ask you a question because I was thinking about this with you. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily a question question or just like a thought that I had. It's, it's like, how do you, when you've gone through, so like with me, you know, I lost Pete and I wasn't, it, it's not like we were planning to get divorced or, you know, we were planning to, to split up. We were obviously planning to stay together and always be together. Um, and so when I like think about that time in, in my life, like for me, I, I, like I'll, I'll openly talk about him to Newman, you know, and I tell him stories and things. And I mean, I was just telling him a story this morning because something got brought up. Um, and so I do talk about him a lot and I feel like it's okay. And he accepts it and he's, you know, never, he's, he's always really happy and open. And I will say that, you know, um, two of the significant people that I've been with out of the three since Pete died, <laughs> we're very, we know who the one wasn't. <laughs> Triggered. Trigger. Um, we're, have all, have been very, very open about him and, and list, willing to listen and things. And so like, how do you, as someone who, who has obviously it, it ended, you know, not through death, but you, you got divorced. How do you, because you don't want to just forget about that time of your life because that, that would mean like, that you're just like, okay, that never happened. Here's it's like this big black space that we just erased out, you know, with mm-hmm. pencil. How do you, um, like, I, I don't know if like nurture that time of your life or honor that time in your life. Like, how does that, how do you do that? That's a really good question. And you just got brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I have not that I have to, but I deal with it differently. I deal with it kind of like when I have my own time. Mm-hmm. Granted, my fiance now, sometimes I'll mention things about my ex and, you know, like I was in the neighborhood the other day and didn't tell you this, but I was in the neighborhood where I used to live with my ex the other day. And I was like, hey, did I ever show you the house that I used to live in? And he like probably didn't care, but he was just like, okay, whatever. You're going to drive by it anyways. So yeah. <laughs> I just drove by and like check, you know, just look at it. And he doesn't care because – not care. I hate to say it like that. But it doesn't I like bother, offend him. Right. It doesn't bother him because he knows I've told him enough about – us and our situation that he doesn't, you know, they've met and he doesn't have any, you know, ill feelings towards him because he knows like the story of us. There is, you know, one person, which we know who that is. If he were were to see him, he would not be, you know, happy about it. And he doesn't want to hear about like times because it makes him mad that somebody could treat me poorly. Yeah. Um, the But as far as the marriage, um, I think about things myself. I look at pictures sometimes just in passing, not in like, oh, let's, you know, not yeah. like a, but like I look in, I look at things and it's hard to look at things, to be honest. So we, I've mentioned we shared a dog together. It's hard to see those pictures, um, but I see it every day thanks to Facebook memories. Um, and so it's nasty, hard, bitch. <laughs> right. I think I also keep it alive with my friends because I have, you know, most of my 
like close girlfriends with the you know a few that I've met since then but most of my like very close girlfriends I've known since then and before then and so we talk about memories and he was a part of them but we don't necessarily sit and talk about him but I don't shy away from saying his name and I don't shy away from talking about we were there with you know so and so um but I try to make it as normal to me as possible because it was a part of my it was a part of me for seven years total we were together um yeah and you know it's something that I don't want to I don't want it to like be erased be erased yeah yeah that's what I was thinking because I thought you know that would be I don't know. I feel like that would be kind of like a death to just say that time never existed. And I like that you mentioned, you know, that it's not like he was beating you or he right. was this awful, <laughs> horrible person. It just didn't work for for different reasons because it just yeah. didn't work. And so it is good that, you know, to kind of like make that um, distinction. And I was kind of thinking as you were talking right before you said it, that, um, this might be one of those times with you when like, I'm all about like your partner's your best friend. You you disclose everything. You talk about everything, but there are some things that, you know, you just kind of keep reserved for your girlfriends or, Mm -hmm. you know, other close friends. And, um, and that might be, but, and then you said it, it's, it's true because like we were all around at that time. And so, it's natural for us to say things. And I don't think that we shy away from it either. You know, we, we, we talk about things. It's not like we talk about them all the time, but if something comes up, then we'll mention it or something. And, Mm -hmm. but you know, that might be one of those times where it's like, yeah, that's kind of reserved for, and not like you're talking in a way where, you know, your, your fiance can't hear and you're like, oh my gosh, don't say anything. But it's out of more like a a respect thing. Like, well, I don't want it to seem like we're all just, sitting around kumbayaing about this part you know what I mean <laughs> because we definitely do do that we do that no I agree and I think the the I really as far as like with the theme of today with fading it's easier for me to talk about those things now because of the fading of the emotions around it mm-hmm. and so there is a a sad fading and there is a freeing fading, I guess. And I think it's easier for me because honestly talking about it, it's like, I feel like, you know, in, in my chest a little bit, like yeah, it, it's, it's sad because, and you know, I, I think that it's just, it can be very sad to think back about because we had such great times and we've talked about how our group of friends were always together and we were always yeah. doing things and, and it's sad to think that life is so different, but it's easier now because it's been so different for so long. Yeah. And that the emotions are taken out of it. Exactly. And I think one thing that I, I did want to share, um, and I'm going to just read it, but During the separation, I had a blog and some people that are listening might have read some of it, but it it was short lived, but it was basically just for me to kind of get feelings and thoughts out. Um, 
But when we were talking about this topic, it reminded me about this one night that I was planning to sign the official paperwork and it was, it was so hard. We put it off for so long for so, so long. And, um, and so I just wanted to read like a, a brief clip from it because it, I felt like it was very suitable as far as fading goes. So I said, I also had the thought tonight that memories that used to be so vivid are now starting to fade and are hard to retrieve in my mind. I know that's what happens as you heal and as time goes by. I've been there before, but the blankness feels so empty and I don't like it. But I don't really want to remember either. Remembering is too hard. When Pete died, I remember thinking that it consumed so much of our lives, so much of our daily thoughts that eventually we were going to have to forget in order to move on. Not that we were forgetting him or his bright presence in our lives, but that we had to push it away enough from the forefront of our mind in order to continue surviving. And now that's where I am with the death of us. Do I love it? No, I never will. But to me, you are no longer an option. How freeing and how very sad. It's fascinating to think that at this very moment, somewhere not far from here, you are living a life there. At the very same time, I'm living a life here with people in your daily life that I don't know about and have never seen, but who know you well. And the separateness is okay. After accepting and unaccepting and accepting again, the sting has faded and it's okay. So I think that's all to say that, you know, it's all about somebody fading from your life and your mind and your heart and the pain of it and the wonder of it and and even the freedom of it that can come from it. And that was after three years of us doing this back and forth dance. And, you know, I was like, he's fading and it sucks. And I hate that certain things I can't just like conjure up, but it's also good for my heart at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a big difference between, you know, a divorce and a death. Mm-hmm. Is because the fading is freeing when you're, you know, going through what you've experienced. But for somebody who's ex- who who has experienced the death, it's terrifying and horrifying yeah. and incredibly sad and lonely. Mm-hmm. And I I will say I'm very different. Yes, um, but it was in that moment. And granted, that's been, geez three years since then, I guess, or three and a half years since I wrote that. Um, it was scary too. You know, it was a different kind of scary. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but it was scary because it's once, like you had mentioned with your daughter, it's this, it's anxiety. It's the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And there was so many great memories and like things that I wanted to just desperately hold on to, even though we couldn't hold on to each other, yeah. that I just wanted to be real and to just stay and just put in my pocket and like revisit it whenever. And, and they were going away. And I just remember it was, I just remember that feeling just being, it was, it was bad. It was really bad for a long time. I'm sure because I know that, you know, any end to something, even if it's something that feels like it's right to do, it's still an end. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying about the changes, you know, good changes, but still scary. The unknown is just scary. It yeah. really is. 
And it's, it's a lot harder for some people, you know, over others, some people might not think it's scary, but to me, it, the, the unknown can be pretty scary. Um, I kind of did want to go back to what you're saying about, well, what we were saying about, um, you know, who we talk to about things. And, um, I think that even with death and moving on after you've lost a spouse, um, or, you know, a significant relationship, I feel like there's still some hesitation. You know, obviously I don't talk about Pete. I don't want to, I feel like it's a fine line with, you know, as you move on, because you don't want to just constantly be like talking about how great this person was and yet, you know, singing all of these praises. Not that I want to, not that I'm going to sit back and diminish what we had or diminish his presence that still is in our lives. Um, but you know, I, I have to respect this new person that I'm with and I have to think about how I would think, how I would feel like, Oh God, okay. Well, I, I get it, get it. She was great. And you loved her so much. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I would probably be terrible with <laughs> I'd be like, get over it. I'd be like the worst. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm just like that in nature. Like, all right, it's not all about her. Good God, but I have to like keep that in mind. <laughs> we have learned. Katie has flaws. Can you believe it? Okay, Katie has many flaws, and I feel like we point them out every freaking episode. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a good thing that I didn't like find a widower. <laughs> but anywho. Oh my God! <laughs> Literally, such a terrible human being. May the Lord bless you and keep Sorry. you. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my God! But no, like you know, it is. I do have to. I do. It, it's it's a tricky fine line for me because I have my daughter, who obviously I'm gonna keep his memory alive, and I'm, you know, just went through how I'm the story keeper and the the. I give her all of the information about her dad, but then I also had this new person in my life that I don't want to bombard with constantly. So, you know, it's a tricky line. If somebody has figured it out, please let me know because it's, it's, it's hard to do. Um, luckily though, you know, I have a very, very easygoing boyfriend who's super laid back and he just, you know, he he'll laugh along with stories and he's asked questions and he's like, I think I would have liked Pete. I think I would have wanted, you know, been Pete's buddy. And I'm like, I think you would have too. Yeah. <laughs> very, he was hard, so, hard very, not to. Yeah, he was, but very easygoing personalities, but, um, you know, it can be tough to do. And, and so I think that that's where I also kind of go to my friends and my family and not to say that I don't, you know, go to Newman about it. God love that. him. I can't with that name. <laughs> but um, and not that I don't go to Newman about it, but that I, I, I do hold some things back a little bit, and I take it to take it to the people that you know that knew him, that knew Pete, and can appreciate. Not that he can't appreciate. Oh, I'm like literally feel like I'm just digging myself into a little <laughs> hole, but. It you makes sense. It makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I, re- I honestly, I remember, um, even like it, it, in the divorce, um, there were, I, I felt like I, you know, you, somebody, and this is a little bit different, but somebody is your, 
is your like confidant for so long. So I was with my ex for seven years and, you know, you, you tell them things obviously. And Mm -hmm. then when we were separating slash divorced, it was like, there were things I wanted to confide in him about, but it wasn't appropriate for me to confide in him. And granted it, it is a different situation, but I remember people being like, you know, he doesn't have to be your confidant through this. And so it is, it's the opposite, but just the fact that like, there are times to talk to your significant other and, and hopefully Mm -hmm. have an open and in a communicative relationship, but there are, there's a reason that you have friends and family as well. So yeah, Yeah. definitely. So, you know, I, I don't even know if we like, um, (laughs) <laughs> covered anything like or or like not covered anything I don't know if we made any like uh you know breaking revelations or you know answered any deep questions but I think that maybe just in everything that we've talked about knowing that if you're feeling those thoughts about you know the fading or how you know those memories and um I think also like that responsibility like I was talking about about being you know the secret keeper or the story keeper um, if you're feeling all of that stuff, you know, you're not alone because mm-hmm. I think that in, it's normal when you've gone through, um, when you've gone through something like this. Um, and, you know, I think that we just have to keep working every day to keep those memories, keep those memories from fading away so much. If you don't want them to, maybe right. you want them to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You I know? know some people do want them to, but, mm-hmm. you know, but we've even talked about in, in the the not so healthy relationships there are you're with them for a reason at some mm-hmm. point. So there's probably yep. some type of memory that you want to keep alive, yeah. whether it's for your kids or, you know, something. So, yeah. 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 All right, guys. Well, don't forget to like us on Instagram um, at blackbird pod and on Facebook at Blackbird Podcast. And we are we are going to promise right here and now that we're going to get back to our little posting and be, you know, being more active on social media. Um, but please, you know, continue to to check us out and to email us with your questions and thoughts and stories at blackbirdpodlove at gmail.com. And like we said, we're we're really going to be focusing the big push for season two is going to be having um to, is going to have more guests and interviews and kind of going like different routes with that. So if you have a story to share with us, or if you know somebody that does, um, blackbirdpodlove at gmail.com. Yep. Also don't forget to give us a five-star rating and write a review on iTunes and wherever else you listen to us. Um, it helps us to know that we're reaching others and building our Wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous, absolutely amazing Blackbird community. And be on the lookout for us with uh, what's next. Yeah. Between now and season two, we've got a little project that we're going to be working on. Because, you know, we're not busy enough. We just want to throw it all out. Yeah. I I always need a creative outlet. So I'm always itching for something new. I think it's good. So our quote um, is... It does when when we we had a tough time finding something that really we thought would fit, but um we we kind of feel like it is a little bit more geared towards somebody who has lost somebody through death. Um, so I just did kind of want to preface that, or but it just, is from, or I say, or or just something that you didn't want to lose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Some, maybe you know it could have even been a breakup that you didn't want to happen. 
mm-hmm. or a divorce that you weren't, you know, the, you didn't want it. Right. Uh, but it is from our old pals, <laughs> Scribbles and Crumbs. Hey, what's up, Scribbles and Crumbs? <laughs> I feel like whenever I don't have the words to say, like scribbles and crumbs just are in my head, man. I they deserve a whoop whoop. <laughs> they do. Oh, that made me laugh too hard. That's because I'm a nerd. All right, scribbles and crumbs, take it away. <laughs> but we talk oh. about them. I know. I'm like, but. I'm like, Scribbles and Crumbs can't read it, so go ahead, Katie. Scribbles and Crumbs. We talk about them, not because we're stuck or because we haven't moved on, but we talk about them because we are theirs and they are ours, and no passage of time will ever change that. That is the truth. Yep. All right, right, guys. 18th episode birthday. Yay. Go. You know what? Tonight, go buy your scratch off. Yeah. Go buy your pack of cigarettes. Don't smoke it. Just do it. <laughs> and go register to vote. Yeah. Get get your like mega millions or something. And and then if you win anything, just remember who prompted you to go buy that. Go to a strip club. That's another one you could do. Yeah. <laughs> Make it rain. <laughs> With your scratch off money. <laughs> I won two bucks and I made it rain. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.